Thanks for checking out and subscribing to the Bro Talk Live podcast. Now, if you're interested in advertising on the show, hit us up on our Contact Us page on brotalklive.com. If you like the show, leave us a rating on iTunes or the Google Play Store. But most of all, enjoy the show. We're brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a Shanti, uh, of course, we're going to be talking about Tyrese because it's another week. You know, it just seems like every week it's something else with Tyrese. Uh, Post Malone, who you guys might remember um, from last, was he in the Double XL thing? I think he was. Um, and um, LeVar Ball, who is now world famous. This is the Thanksgiving episode, the Thanks But No Thanks episode of <laughs> Bro Talk Live. My name is Jason. This is the last show, uh, last regular show, I should say, of the year. Um, we will, we might have a nomination special in a couple of weeks, um, but the Bro Talk Awards will be taking place in the month of December, um, probably towards the second or third week. Um, so stay tuned for that. I will let you guys know. Um, not only me, but the Bro Talk um, Instagram page and the Twitter page will let you know when that will take place. Let's kick it over. Let's kick it over to my main man, Dex. What up, bro? <laughs> Dex the one here. I'm sorry, Dexter Stucky here. <laughs> super, super excited to be here, guys. This is like really the start of like my favorite time of the year. It's like the holiday season. It's the Bro Talk Awards. It is just like, I'm just super excited every day. I started playing Christmas music. So like life is great right now. This will be the the fourth Bro Talk Awards. Yeah, I believe so. That's amazing. Um, Todd, God, how are you, sir? How are you hanging in for the holiday season so far? Oh, look tired. So far, so good. Hanging in there. I feel you, man. Um, look, you only got a couple of more days to go. You know, what I'm saying, you get a little bit of break for Thanksgiving. You're lucky you don't work retail. You know, what I'm saying, you don't got to work on Black Friday. So uh, your rest is coming, sir. <laughs> yeah, I'll leave that to that. <laughs> Uh, King Bill, how are you, sir? Land the living, um, you know, skin flourishing. So I'm great. All right, cool. Um, do you guys have anything to say? Uh, any well wishes to wish people for Thanksgiving before we start the show? Yeah. Um, actually, Dex, you're going to be a little disappointed. Um, I stopped being a vegan just in time for Thanksgiving. Oh, I hear that. Amen. <laughs> Yeah, Dex, you gonna get one of them tofu turkeys? No, do you know tofu turkeys are like eighty four dollars? That's mean, like the amount it. of the entire meal. Like we're gonna pass on that. Yes, <laughs> but, all that plastic um, going in there. But um, I do want to say like happy Thanksgiving to everyone, and just you know, if when you go to po- post your food, look at the picture first. You know, yeah. Size look at up, the plate. Size that plate up, and just think about it. Is this worth it? Ask yourself, is this worth it? Nine times out of ten, it's not. So I don't want you to post it. Okay. Listen, I think a good question to ask is like, would this be acceptable to put on like Beyonce's page? And if it's not, I feel like yeah. that you should just leave it alone. Yeah, good. That's a good one. Right. Bill, um, while we're there, while we are, whilst we are there, um, let's leave paper plates off the menu. Use that good rule of thirds 
to size up your plate with your Instagram picture. Food is touching and it doesn't look pretty. Like if your food looks like dog food, we don't want to see it. What if they got those little, um, you know, they have those um, styrofoam. What if they have those styrofoam compartment plates? You know, with the. Uh, I think them, it's like, okay to post. I think it's okay to post plastic. It's okay. What about styrofoam? You know, only because right. it's and everyone's doing it. Everyone's using it for plastic, so that's okay. But if you have to put a filter on your photo for food, don't post it. <laughs> no, thank you. I mean, a lot of people don't have great overhead lighting for food typically at Thanksgiving dinner. Don't post it. Don't post it. Okay. <laughs> Studio quality shots only. Um, Dex is tell your, so, tell your grandma I'm gonna step up her dinner table. <laughs> Dex is um who's fixing the macaroni and cheese this year? <laughs> Hopefully Fatima will make some macaroni and cheese this year. She does an amazing job every year. I like I mean, I just never had anything better. Oh, okay. 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 You think you're gonna get me in trouble on this show? I don't think so. <laughs> uh, if you guys don't know the shade, um, you could if you want to go back last year and, and check out the show. And um, Dex was talking about what he had for Thanksgiving. I think it was the episode after Thanksgiving um, that we talked about this. But yeah, it's classic. All right, um, let's get started with the show. Bro, talk loud. We ride on the mark. Last week we started doing something called um, Tuesday. Um, update kind of in a lieu of the weekend update by SNL. SNL had a chance to wrap on this weekend, so I'll give them a little bit m- more love. Um, and we're going to have another edition of the Tuesday update. These are stories, and don't, we don't necessarily have to talk a great bit about, um, but I just want to keep you guys updated and get your quick thoughts on the developments. Uh, Donald Trump, we have an update on him every week. No point in doing a whole story. Um, but he said, now that the three basketball players are out. Oh, sorry. Three basketball players out of China and saved from years in jail. LeVar Ball, the father of LiAngelo, is unaccepting of what I did for his son. And that shoplifting is no big deal. I should have left them in jail. Cousins. Uh, LeVar, for his part, took this chance to go on CNN. And if you have not seen this interview, it is probably the greatest 12 minutes you'll ever have watching something. Um, It is phenomenal. LeVar Ball went on to Don Lemon's show. Don Lemon, I guess, didn't want to interview him. So Chris, as uh, LeVar Ball called him, Chris Cromo, as in Google Cromo, um, he wore him out like, LeVar had his way with CNN. Um, it was spectacular. <laughs> Guys, did anyone see this interview? No, nope. I didn't even know he was being interviewed. Please watch it. I will forward you guys the link. Actually, I'll post it on the Bro Talk page um, after the show is over because everyone needs to see it. It was hilarious. Um, how do you feel about the president once again attacking civilians like this? Um, I am fully um, in line with Mr. Trump here. Like, your child was in jail in China. Like, you, that's not something that anybody... Why are you trying to say it like Trump? And where was he at? That's how he says it, right? (laughs) Your child was in jail. And this man helped your child get out of jail. Like, thank you is the least that you could do. I, I, I don't even understand why he has asked you to say thank you. Your child because is they, out of jail. To LeVar's point, he doesn't know what the president did. Um, LeVar's you saying You know he got your child out of jail. You know that. He doesn't know that, to be sure. There's there's a report that a wealthy Chinese, a wealthy Chinese-American investor um, that went to UCLA, 
went over there. The guy's apparently worth like $40 billion. And he is apparently the one that really got um, LiAngelo out of jail, not Donald Trump, who's taking all the price. So that's what LeVar say. I think Donald Trump, um, as president of the United States, doesn't need any thanks. Every time he does one little thing, he expects us to kneel over and thank him. Like, if you did get him out of jail, that's good. He's an American citizen. You don't need thanks. That's what you were supposed to do. He offers thanks enough. Exactly. Um, every time he does something and someone doesn't give him proper thanks, he goes on this ungrateful niggers rant. <laughs> but he only does it. He only does it to black people or Puerto Ricans. He did it with the Puerto Ricans too because we they weren't really thankful that they were provided with Dorito bags and Snickers bars um, for relief aid. And apparently they weren't he grateful. Only goes so. on these ungrateful nigger rants. He doesn't to so-called minorities like it. But Putin can do whatever he wants to do. Donald won't say anything out of his mouth. Exactly. Bill, thoughts on um, your boy? Personally, think that it's high time Donald Trump finally done something worthwhile for this country. He's been up here tearing it up (laughs) since. And the one time he finally actually does, I think LeVar Ball needs to have a meeting in the White House that is filmed with Donald Dump and he needs to have his way in that White House. I I feel like that would be an amazing thing. If Donald Trump and LeVar Ball had a debate, how amazing would that be? It would be must-see TV. We should make it happen. It'd be gold. It would be gold. All right. Furthermore, since we're on the, uh, the issue, I still think Hillary Clinton's camp should just run promos at a 30-second show, say, still worried about my uh, emails. <laughs> Hashtag emails. <laughs> All right, next story on the Tuesday update. Um, let's see what we got here. Oh, surprise, surprise. Tyrese. Um, Tyrese. <laughs> you guys want me to read this whole thing that he wrote on Instagram? No, please don't. Do not. <laughs> All three, I'll say, please don't. Absolutely not. Um, basically, Tyrese, I'll say Therese, Tyrese is um, happy that he has been granted, um, I guess, every other week uh, custody with his daughter or something like that. Um, joint legal custody. That's what but he got no money. Where he taking her? He ain't got no money. Where, where <laughs> and he, he has uh, been acquitted of all the charges in that um, assault case for abuse against his daughter. Um, these are the parameters of the deal. He need the Tyrese or the mom, Norma Gibson, can use corporal punishment and disciplining their 10-year-old child, Shayla. Tyrese must take parenting classes focused on appropriate disciplining of his daughter. And both Tyrese and Norma must enroll in high-conflict parenting classes. Tyrese and Shayla, the daughter, must enroll in joint therapy with a psychologist. And Shayla must also undergo individual counseling. Now, according to the order, Tyrese has Shayla for both Christmas and New Year's and all of his visits with her must be spent in Southern California. I say, I always put an end in that California um, until April. Uh, guys, how do you feel about Tyrese finally, I guess, getting what he wanted, which is his daughter back? With supervision and parenting classes, that's so damn stupid. <laughs> uh, no word on whether or not Will and Jada's donation came through. It did not. Uh, it yeah. it. I don't think they have to they never publicly agreed to that. So I don't, I'm not holding them to that. <laughs> Dex, how do you feel about Tyrese finally reaching his goals? 
<laughs> he just got his baby. <laughs> I'm happy for him. Happy Thanksgiving, Mr. Uh, Gibson. Now let's get that career well, on track. That we're good to go. They didn't say that she would. He would have her for Thanksgiving. Um, but I mean, I guess well, look, he had a Thanksgiving week. Like, come on. <laughs> um, Bill, do you have anything to say about Tyrese? Yeah, number one, Dex. I don't think Tyrese is having her for Thanksgiving dinner because he'll be down waiting on the local police district to donate his turkey. <laughs> you know, Tyrese has like he has like a Starbucks and like a hibachi restaurant, like a Benihana's actually in his backyard. I mean, it belonged to him. He out here begging for money. <laughs> no, that's true. All right, moving on. Uh, the next part of the update we're going to talk about is remember we talked about Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake with the whole Super Bowl thing. Well, there's an update according to Joe Jackson, um, Janet's father, who is still alive and kicking. Um, he claims that Janet is ready to come back. He said, "quote And I think it will happen. The way I brought, I bought." Sorry, the way I bought her up, um, that's what he said. She was made for comebacks, and this is no different. Janet also always wanted to know that she was not banned after what happened before. We know conversations have taken place secretly, but no one is daring to say too much publicly until contracts are signed. We must not forget the show is all about ratings. No one publicly is going to discuss that, but the world and media know that. The NFL are in a sticky place over fans' reactions to their players taking the knee and protesting the national anthem. Guys, do you think that uh, Janet's actually going to be at the Super Bowl with Justin Timberlake? Does she even speak to her father? What right does he have to talk on what she's doing? Yeah, Todd, thank you. Like, took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> so you, don't know what, you don't know what's happening. Why don't he? She doesn't her, know him. What do you mean she don't know him? That's her daddy. Yeah, like, not no more. Like, nobody, he shouldn't know him. That's her problem. Yeah, I don't think she speaks to him. No. No, because like he did a bad when she was growing up. Because he's the way I bought her up. The way I beat her up. The way he bought her up. The way I bought her up. You mean the way I beat her up? She's ready for a comeback. <laughs> no, we're good, sir. No, thank you. I need to go. Joe Jackson still kicking. Number you one, think on Michael Jackson is dead and gone. No thanks. The first thing we need to understand is Janet Jackson doesn't even speak. Period. How many people? <laughs> <laughs> That's number one. Okay, let alone waste the few good words that she's going to utter out of her mouth to Joe Jackson. Thank you, please. <laughs> All right. Um, here we go, Dex. Uh, did Ashanti overreact? Here are the stories that we have for this week. Um, Ashanti was at a concert recently. Um, and as you can see here, um, it might be a little choppy, but uh, if you don't watch it here, watch it online. She's giving a lap dance to someone on stage. Um, and you see the money flying through the air. You see the money flying, right? So she stops the show. And because I don't want to mess up the audience, I'm just going to explain what she says. She says, mother effer, don't throw money at me. I ain't no mother effing stripper. And then she stops. And then I guess, I guess a production manager or something like that walks on stage and tells the person, don't throw any more money at her. Um, blah, 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 blah. Guys, did Ashanti overreact in this? People are saying that, you know, she wore clothes as, you know, saying she was doing a strip act. She was giving a lap dance to somebody on stage. Um, she kind of overreacted. Guys, what do you think? Dex, I mean, you don't want to say that? Do you want to stand up for your girl? Well, let me start by saying this, okay? <laughs> I, this Disclaimer. might be one of the first times Ashanti... 
This one, this might be one of the first times Ashanti made the show, so I'm really relishing in this moment right now. I want to just let you guys know that. But um, congrats! And also, Ashanti has a new single called "Say Less." It's on Apple iTunes, and then where you buy your music, make sure you pick it up. Ask. This situation, as much as I love Ashanti, she was wrong here. I feel like if you're gonna get on stage, Whoa. you're gonna yeah. If you get on stage and you're gonna perform with, with a stripper thing going on behind you and then you're doing like a lap dance and I will say I've been to her show with the lap dances though like she does not want to be touched like she makes the guys put blindfolds on they put handcuffs on them like she does not want to be touched like but what's at all the, by what's these the guys point? It, it's more so it, it's like a sensual thing yeah. I feel like if you're going to be dancing like that and you're going to be dressed like that people are going to treat you like that and that's how strippers are but on the flip side of it, though, I also feel like the guy was wrong, too, because like you were at a show, like you were there to listen to music or whatever. You don't throw like money. You know what I mean? Like that was a that to me was a bit much like you're not at a strip club. So that part I mean, was look, like, if you, if you already spend how much trying to take is like twenty five dollars. If you already spent twenty five dollars <laughs> on, on a shot, no shit. <laughs> If you already gonna spend twenty five dollars on the Shanti show, like any extra money you want to give me, it's fine. I mean, if I was Shanti, I would have picked it up. No, but I just think it, it, it kind of it's one of those things that like it's disrespectful. Like, and if for a man to do that to a woman, just in general, like she's dancing and you're gonna throw money, and it's but just kind of like just dancing. She was doing a strip act. It's not like she was just she wasn't like, really doing a strip act. She wasn't taking off her clothes at all. Just like, a lap dance. Just, Who else gives lap dances? I think people do. First off, girls women performers do stuff like this. Like, let's not say that they don't. Like, women performers do do that. But and it's, it's a part of, like, their like act. act. So, like, they're not strippers. They're not strippers. They, and they shouldn't in money. I, I'm, I'm, I am giving it to the guy and to you saying that, like, I mean, I think I don't think she should be doing that if she doesn't want that kind of image out there. But at the same time, though, throwing money is taking it too far. Okay. Uh, uh, it's more important news, however, um, since we did that. And more important news, uh, Beyonce reigns the highest paid uh, superstar after her formation to a growth a quarter of a billion dollars. So, ain't nobody throwing money at Beyonce shows. They ain't got no damn money left over after they buy the damn tickets. <laughs> That's why. She made sure of it. Exactly. I keep whatever the hell you got. Uh, Ty, do you think Ashanti overreacted? Um, I'll say this it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. She has the right to feel however she feels. Yeah, but you got to cuss the guy out in front of everybody to take it as far as she wants to take it. Um, I don't think that he meant to offend her. I think that he was automatically in the moment and, you know, probably took it a little too far. But in his opinion, he was probably just ha- trying to have a good time. But if she was offended, she has a right to express it that way. She can kind of nip it in the bud and that if she's offended, she's offended. I can't tell her not to be offended or tell her that if she doesn't want to be offended that she should have did this. Um, so I feel like that's kind of like rape culture Like if you don't like it, then say you don't like it, you have the right to take it as far as you want to take it. And she doesn't want to take it to that level. So she has the right to stop it there. Very well said. Um, I bet you one thing is not going to happen again. Ain't nobody going to be throwing no damn money at a chanty again. I can guarantee you that. Or they will, they just want to get kicked out of the show. It's Post Malone canceled. Um, you guys know who Post Malone is? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> he sang that song, White Iverson, in a nana, balling on my own. Sorry, I don't recall. I was young. Never, they always say congratulations. 
I don't recall. Uh, okay. I want to help you out, brother, but like, no. I don't know her. He sang that song, I'm saucing, I'm saucing, I'm saucing. Are you? I know that swaggin', one. I'm swagging, I'm swagging. That's his song. That's Post Malone. That one's a little more familiar. He also has a song called Rockstar. It's kind of new, so. That's, I think it's a normal like, country. Party like a rock star. No, 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 no. He, his song goes, um, I thought I told you I'm a, I'm a, I'm a rock star. It's kind of a new, but you probably wouldn't hear it if you don't listen to the radio or nothing like that. Um, but Post Malone, uh, he said this about hip hop. This is what he looks like. Um, he said, if you're looking for lyrics, if you're looking okay, for... <laughs> what'd you say? It's like one of those images of Jesus. <laughs> Come on, Borgia. <laughs> he said, if you're looking for lyrics, if you're looking to cry, if you're looking to think about life, don't listen to hip hop. There is great hip hop songs where they talk about life and they spit that real shit. But right now, there's a lot of people talking about real shit. Whenever I want to cry, I'm sorry, there's not a lot of people talking about real shit. Whenever I want to cry, whenever I want to sit down and have a nice cry, I'll listen to some Bob Dylan or whenever I'm trying to have a good time and stay in a positive mood. I listen to hip hop because it's fun. I think hip hop is important because it brings people together in a beautiful, happy way. People were not at all happy about what uh, Mr. Post Malone, who currently has the number one hip hop song in the country, um, had to say. Um, so they expressed themselves on Twitter. Um, they said, spoken like a true vulture who only saw rap as a means of making money off of a culture they do not understand on a fundamental level. So when I'll say hip hop was all was originally the manifestation of the black man's story. It gave us a voice when we didn't have one. Now of all people, a white dude in hip hop says this, we got to stop sharing our stuff. So when I'll say this is the epitome of white privilege to actively participate in something that wasn't originally made for you, then criticize it, the thing, while contributing to the very problem you're pointing out. Um, Post Malone, for his part, responded on his Twitter account by saying, it's crazy that after all this time, I'm still being questioned. Suck my effing D. I don't have to explain anything. <laughs> I do this because I love to do this. Um, end quote, paraphrased. Uh, is Post Malone canceled for what he said about hip hop while being uh, pretty much the biggest hip hop act out right now? I mean, that's up to his, like, I don't listen to him anyway, so he was automatically canceled for me. But people are going to choose to continue to support him after such um, disregard and disrespect. Then that's them, and they're stupid for doing so, and his music probably isn't very good, given the sample you gave us. <laughs> uh, Ty? I'm sorry, Ty. Ty just spoke. Bill? Um, I'm with Ty. He's automatically canceled, number one, because I didn't know who... Uh, Cardinal Borgia was. I didn't like. I didn't even know who he was to begin with. That's number one. Number two, you, um, you can't. You can't go gentrifying something and then try to speak out against it. Like, don't just take the gentrification and go where it takes you. Don't don't try to start speaking out on something you don't know about. A lot of people were saying that maybe he was criticizing just the current landscape of hip hop with it not being don't, don't. not being that deep. Um, Dex, did you take it as that or did you take it as him dissing hip hop? I, I took it as like 
him trying to say like, look, I'm in my own lane. I'm doing something that I love and that I want to do. Like, let me live and let me just do it. And that's how I look at it. And I don't think he's wrong for that. I just think the way you're going about it is wrong. These are people who are a fan of the art that you're actually doing. So they're challenging you to make you better and you're refusing to do that and basically spitting in their face twice because one, you're not trying to listen to what they're saying. And then the way you come back at them, it's like, it's, it's, it's ignorant basically. Like, and you want to clap back at them versus like, listen to what they're trying to tell you. So I really think that while I do understand what he's saying, what he's trying to get at, I think just the way he's going about it is just not right. Yeah. Post Malone. Um, he, like I say, he currently has, the number one song in the country is called Rockstar. And that's an um, issue. That's one of the biggest issues is that these people like that aren't really that talented. Um, and, you know, they have these big songs because the songs are super catchy, but they let that go to their heads and then they become like super cocky and stuff. Like, yeah, people like you and people are jamming to your music, but it's what is that? So I'm just saying that's how celebrities are in general. Like they do one they thing. Are, really they good, are. And then but they think they're people, better than everybody. They do. They do. But a lot of the ones who like are somewhat deserving, like they kind of get it a little bit to like, you're just releasing something to get some quick success and you're letting it go to your head. I think Soldier Boy is the person who started this and he's a perfect example of this. Like he got like instant success with his song that he came out with and like it just completely went to his head. And like all these other new people that are coming out, their songs really, there's no longevity really in their songs. And they let this, this, this popularity that they get instantly go right to their heads. And I think it becomes yeah, a problem for a fan of the music. Cause it's like, what are you doing? What have you done to like, think that you deserve all this? You know what I mean? And I think that's right. what's happening here. Yeah. I met a guy who um, works at a coffee shop and down in, down in LA and he um, apparently uh, Sarah Michelle Geller, you know, the guy who played the, the guy, sorry, the girl who played Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She lives yeah, apparently right Sarah above. Yeah, exactly. She she apparently lives right above the coffee shop. And he says that um, she comes down for coffee every morning and she's a jerk. Like she's just someone who's not pleasant. She's very mean. Um, she's very, uh, you know, very very dismissive of people and she's she's just you know one of those people who you can tell who knows she's a celebrity and uses it um you know whenever she can and like the celebrities is just like you can become a celebrity by just making one good one thing good once or one thing that someone that's very rich liked and you, all of a sudden you're a celebrity and it doesn't make you better than anybody it just says that you did something that someone with a lot of money liked and decided to back. And that's it. How about it the I need you not to be, you're not all that. Exactly. You don't, you don't have to act like you are, you know, God's gift to humanity. You don't have to act like you, you change anything in the world besides, you know, just being a really good actress or a really good person who can make words rhyme. Like, okay, you're I great also, at that. I love that behind the scenes information that you just gave us. And I don't, I don't want Sarah Michelle Geller, who hasn't had a film out since 2007, to, to be big I don't want that. I don't <laughs> want that. I want her labeled as a celebrity at this point. <laughs> you, you, got, you take the card back after a certain time? She's not a celebrity well, anymore. Yeah, absolutely. I don't even know who you are anymore. I know your name. I don't know what you look like anymore. I don't, what does your face look like now? I haven't seen Sarah, Sarah Michelle Geller in years, so you probably got a good point. She was on this right. show. She's on the CW show. I forgot the name of it, but it was a really good show, and they canceled that show after five episodes. Done. Haven't seen her since. Exactly. <laughs> Will you go green for um, Pharrell's music? Pharrell decided to um, make a, 
record or a song or something like that with the Louis the 13th Cognac Company. Um, they premiered a new song in Shanghai. To combat. Whatever. Um, I don't drink it. I can't afford it. So all I can afford is Hennessy and, and, and Honey Jack. That's about it. Okay? And some cheap wine. <laughs> that box Any box. honey jack and cheap wine that's about all you're going to get out of me uh, Pharrell and Louis the 13th Cognac premiered a new special song in China China to combat yeah. global warning now apparently the CD or whatever they made the record was made out of clay um, and they decided to put it in this vault and the only way that the song will be able to be heard is if rising sea levels as a result of global warming do not lead to its destruction first. So scientists have projected that in 100 years, a significant portion of the world's land will be underwater. And if this happens, the clay record will be will meet an unfortunate fate and dissolve underwater, mean, meaning that no one will ever get the chance to hear it. So will you do your part to go green? and combat global warming um, in order to hear this new Pharrell record in 100 years. Is Beyonce featured on the remix? If we're not going to have no Beyonce feature on there and maybe Drake doing the ad-libs produced by Pharrell and Missy Elliott. That's the only way we're going great. Can sing. Yeah, I feel like he should have <laughs> done something bigger. Like maybe like a a 2017 version of We Are the World, like with the biggest artists out right now, that would have been awesome. And even that can think. Uh, no. That would have been motivating, but I'm not going to sit here to listen to Happy. And, you know, I'm not going to recycle all every last battle I have just to listen um, to another rendition of Happy. I'm sorry. I like there, Pharrell, though. Pharrell's my guy. There cannot be a new version, number one, of We Are the World and f- for which anybody would do anything. That's number one. It was done in the 80s. Let it be there. Yeah, That's but we could do a new version of it. I mean, number two. Yeah, because they do they do do versions of the Wake Up Everybody song like often, and I always like them. Yeah, the Roosters did one a couple of years ago. If they current want, if if Pharrell wants us to go green, he needs to give he needs to produce an entire Beyonce album and put it on Clay. Oh, that's what it's going to take. Then that's the only thing. <laughs> to be honest with you, all jokes aside, Beyonce's not even about to give me the um, recycle. Recycling is a pain in the butt. <laughs> like, it's really difficult to do. <laughs> like, my parents, they actually get fined if they don't recycle. Like, they'd be so stressed on Thursday nights. <laughs> so they found one little bottle, they find them? One little bottle, and they, and they find it. You can't even have black trash bags in New Jersey. Like, it is, their, their um, township or whatever is insane. Can't fade it. In Philadelphia, we almost got a ticket for like the plastic bags that they put them little circulars in. We had a woman walking through the streets and she like dumped them out and was like, you can't have these plastic bags. <laughs> Girl. Get. <laughs> Ty, do you feel like you would go green a minority or any Pharrell record? I wouldn't even consider it. <laughs> <laughs> I love the honesty. <laughs> All right. I mean, no follow-ups to that. <laughs> There's nothing to go. Nowhere to go. All right. Don't play at one of our favorite um, segments that just came on halfway through the year. It's called Racist. Um, and it's a show. It's a part. It's a portion of the show that I never have a problem finding material for. And what right, sadly, first thing, sadly right. Last week, um, if you guys didn't hear, last week we got called the N-word on our show in our comments. So if you want to go check that out, um, head over to Bro Talk. Hold on. What'd you say? I'm still bothered. And as Dex would like to point out, I'm the one who apparently got called the N-word by the viewer because it happened while I was talking. Um, 
but uh, if you want to see the comment, <laughs> I guess is I guess it's still posted. I didn't delete it, so I guess it's I guess it's it still should posted. be still posted. All right, and someone actually took up for us, so check out the comments for that good back and forth. We appreciate. Um, what's her? Did someone find that lady's name. I want to shout her out on the show. It was Marion, Marion Simmons, Lady Pink. Okay, cool. Thank you, Marion. Appreciate it. Um, the Los Angeles Times have reported that 44-year-old Anthony Scott Lloyd was indicted last week on charges of threatening to kill Maxine Waters, um, Congresswoman, in a voicemail left at her Washington, D.C. office just last month. This is what the voicemail said. Are you ready to hear it? Yes. Say a quote. This message is directed to Maxine Waters herself. If you continue to threaten the president, which you've done this morning with your comments about you're going to what you said at your little faggot conference. If you continue to make threats towards the president, you're going to wind up dead, Maxine, because we'll kill you. We can call the FBI. You can call the NSA. You can call whoever the F you want and report this and try to get a surge or some kind of effing phone number. B, if you do it again, you're dead. You're an effing dead ass N-word. I don't think I need to even ask if this person is racist or not. I mean, uh, but we must protect Maxine words at all costs. Bill, don't you agree? At all costs, Maxine's time must be reclaimed and threats like this must be taken out. Here's the thing, though. I don't necessarily think he was a racist. Whoever this is, I just think he was an angry individual. One of the little types. So tell me a racist who's not angry. And he also said the N-word. I feel like the N-word automatically will denote you. Oh, that ain't nothing to them. You know, they tend the N-word is like calling you by your last name. (laughs) Like that's nothing. (laughs) Because they know they think that it can get you like it's like calling one of them like the C word. Like they do that because they know it gets under your skin. He wasn't mad. Like he's just angry. Damn St. Clear. (laughs) Very sad. Um, Moving on. Ty, you have no comments, right? You good? No, I'm good. Okay. Uh, Here's something that was interesting. Uh, There was a Facebook event by the Urban Media Makers called Come Meet a Black Person. Um, and apparently, text what you looking for. Text what you looking for. Text what you looking for. It just sounds very familiar to me. (laughs) Why sound familiar? Because I used it as a BS report for last week and you weren't even listening, clearly. <laughs> well, was it racist? I, I did listen and I wanted to bring it back up. Um, that's why I went to you. But was it nice racist? Say you, um, there. you can tell you merit because you just be throwing bullshit out and I saving don't, it. Because I want to bring up some comments that, that we didn't have last week. Um, someone said, this is Trinidad Twin. Come meet a black person makes it sound like they're restrained and we can visit them in captivity for the love of Pete. Please get away from white bashing, have a lot of friends that are black and they are incredible people. Someone else said, is this a joke? So let's keep the stereotyping going. How about coming a white person or a tan person grow up, stop labeling color. So the reason I brought this up, Dex, I did hear you last week, but I wanted to know is the thing right. It was the whole meetup racist. You know, I, I don't know how to put this. But like seeing them respond to this the way that way, it bothers me. Like, shut the hell up. Like nobody cares what y'all have to say. Like it like what? Like I don't get like their responses to it makes me feel like it's okay. It, is that weird? 
I mean, no. I mean, I, I feel like it. W- like their responses, like, kind of irritate me a little bit. The, well, there are some people who don't like the website Blavity, but I did read an article on Blavity and also on the Root where it said that um, people people had the same viewpoints as you initially, Dex, where they thought it was a very bad thing, and you know, it was just not helping. It was it was just leading to a stereotype that white people only have, quote unquote, one black friend. Um, but after the event took place, there are a lot of people who went to the event and attended the event that thought that it was a very, very good way to meld both worlds. Um, Bill, do you see this as being something that uh, <laughs> why are you look like that? Is this something that could that could help uh, race relations in America? Let me tell you something. My response might shock you. But let me tell you, I'm about to buy me a ticket to Lawrenceville, Georgia for December the 22nd. I'm going to meet me a white person. <laughs> <laughs> they have what? They have a meet a white person? Well, no, during this meet a black person, they invite white folks. Oh, is the next one in December? Black friends. The next one is December the 22nd at from six to nine. I, listen, I have been living life as a trans financial individual. <laughs> And this meet a black person might help me finally realize my trans financiality. So I'm going on down to see what they got going on. <laughs> Ty, will you be joining Bill? I'm not entertaining William and that foolishness. Listen, actually, <laughs> I don't think the intention is racist. Like, at, because I'm thinking about it, it's like you, your experience in a lot of a lot of parts of America, their experiences with black people is strictly from what is portrayed in the media. Um, Just like with other groups that you don't see every single day, like Native Americans, and um, I don't want to go through the list, but a lot of us don't, like if you think about it, a lot of us don't know seeing any of these people. Like you see issues with like transgender people. Like how many of you of us actually know someone who's transgender? Not many people. Right. Like, so your representation of these people are often only what you see in the media. And so I get it. Like, how about you come down and actually meet a person instead of just judging them based on what you see in the media or what's portrayed in the media. So I get it. And I think that it's not the worst idea. I think they need to come up with a more creative name for it. Um, Possibly would be more helpful, but I think the idea behind it is not as racist as people might think it is. All right. Any more um, thoughts or concerns on this topic? We good to go? Aaron, I'll have a full answer. report for y'all in December. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Can you broadcast live, please? Just, just do something. Like, if you want, if you, if you have your phone on you, I will call you and I will put it on air because I, I just want to make a clip out of it. I feel like it would be awesome. I, actually, I am actually going to buy tickets and go. Like, they're fifteen dollars. You need I'm some going. business cards? I'm gonna get you some business cards. You need some? Oh, yeah, give me for some. the show. I'm gonna get you some. All right, I got you. I got you, dog. We gonna go down there. We gonna broadcast. <laughs> yes, we about to get out. <laughs> All right, time for Q and A. Ty, I'm sorry I didn't send you the questions this week, but um, here they go. <laughs> you gonna say something, Ty? Your segment. <laughs> so over it. Oh, welcome to Q and A, where um, Jason doesn't allow me to prepare. Look, you woke up four minutes before the show started, so don't even start. I got a busy life, sir. <laughs> All right. Um, the first question we have, uh, the person is Nessa. The place is Thanksgiving, and the thing is family differences. Uh, the next one, a person is coworker. The place is worky work, and the thing is backsies. 
Backseat. Backseat. What you doing over there? He giving ain't no indie. All right, we'll just tackle those first two because I read this um, one. This from the week. That first one sounds like a doozy. (laughs) (laughs) The bridal shower one is from before, right, Jason? The bridal shower one, coworker work, and yeah, I believe so. Yes. I believe, hold on, let me see. Yeah, so just as yeah. a quick note, no, you don't have to invite them to a bridal shower. Um, so let's tackle these first two. Right. Um, thinking about um, what Nessa Collins' girlfriend said in Colin Kaepernick's uh, GQ issue, that we should take holiday like Thanksgiving to hold family members accountable for their views on race mm-hmm. in America. My family and I, sorry, my family and my fiance's family We'll be dining together. We have celebrated holidays together before, and I've always felt welcome. He is white and I am black. And I know for a fact that his family, parents in particular, don't respect the take a knee protest. My family is for Kaepernick's stance, and I'm afraid to basically instigate a fight. Um, Should I say F it and just have the conversation and correct behavior, or should I leave it alone? Dex, what yes. you doing, Dex? <laughs> Do it! Do it yes. I, she really said that in the article, the GQ article, she said that? Uh, Nessa, yeah, she did say... Um, it's, it's Nessa, in the, you need to take a nap. She said that she like, challenged all of us um, in that. In don't day. challenge us to do nothing. Challenge yourself to do that. You mean to tell me, I don't, people don't see their relatives, but two, three, four times a week, like a big gathering like that, two, three, four times a year, you want me to take my ass to the to Thanksgiving dinner, sit at the table, I already tell them, oh, I'm not eating meat this year. Tell them that. And then take them to task about their political views. You think I'm going to sit there and argue with somebody, then stand in line next to them on Black Friday? And that's if you don't take your ass on somewhere, absolutely. Strangely enough, I agree with Dexter I, because listen, I like, for example, one of my favorite teachers growing up um, is against the Colin Kaepernick thing. And I was a little surprised um, given that, he, you know, where he has been working for his career. But I decided, I don't think he's a racist or anything. I decided not to challenge him simply because that's his opinion. He has the right to have it. And I'm not about to waste. Like, if it comes up and I feel offended by something, then maybe I'll talk about it. But I don't want to use the rare family time you get to to hash out these political debates, especially with these two families. First of all, this is your fiance. Um, so you're about to break that family up. So you at least wait until the wedding and then possibly out. <laughs> I just don't think that's a good idea, personally. No. This Bill, y'all are you up for the challenge, Bill? Would you do it? Yeah. You know, y'all ain't married yet. That ain't your family. Go on and say something. <laughs> and I hear that. Say it, please make sure you record so we have something so we can see how it happened. You go on and say something to that to them. They they, they all go except you. Until you, till y'all in the living room on Thanksgiving watching the Super Bowl game, and you on the floor on the knee, and they standing up with their hand over their hearts. <laughs> <laughs> you going to say something? <laughs> I think. I mean, I think you should do it. I feel like um, just go ahead I and do it. Don't think it's a good idea. It's right, but it's it's honestly what Nessa said in the article is. It's the she made it seem like it was the right thing to do because oh. you, I mean because you're supposed to educate those around you and 
a lot of the times, a lot of times people think a certain way because of the way that they were brought up or a way that someone close to them, you know, told them how, how it should be done. Um, you know, just like the NFL, someone always said that you're supposed to be standing outside or standing up with your heart over your chest. That didn't happen until 2008. Everyone was in the locker room before that. And that was a big old thing just because people made it the quote unquote norm. So I feel like if you challenge that norm and if you tell them why you feel a certain way, all it comes to down to is understanding. You just had to be willing to take that chance um, and go to war with your family. But I mean, that's, that's it. I mean, I don't find it necessary. Also, I feel like, to be honest with you, like if you're a racist, like you're not stupid. Like, you know, like you don't want to learn. You're not stupid. Like, you but know, maybe they're not racist because they like her. She's black. So they all, obviously oh. they, they like her. Oh, that doesn't mean anything. So maybe they could be talked into it. That's what I'm so saying. Like, look, look, like that, changes, that changes everything. My son oh, brought up black like oh my God. Like, no. you, they might not even like her. It, it, it's very well that they might like their son so much that they accept her. It could be, but I feel like that's a chance you should take. And if and if your fa- if the family doesn't like you, then you know where you stand with them. You know what I'm saying? If you realize that they're racist, then at least it's all on the table. I you know. don't think she should go to Thanksgiving with that. Like you have two families coming together, a black family and a white family coming together, and they're about to really hash this Colin Kaepernick thing out. I don't I like what good could possibly come of that. Like, I don't think that's <laughs> listen, it's going to here's the thing. It's actually going to happen inadvertently. Like you can try to avoid it, but when y'all put that football game on, on you know it's gonna come on. They start. They gonna look at y'all, and y'all gonna look at them, and somebody gonna say something. Because you know they always play the national anthem. They always, especially um, these networks, they like to play it up. So they are gonna show who's standing, standing for national anthem. And, and they're gonna show I who's sitting. I wouldn't go to the dinner with the intention of I'm going to make sure we discuss this. Like if I'm sitting next to you and you say something that I think is off putting, and I feel some type of way about it, definitely I'm going to say something. Um. But, but she, she, I'm not going to go with the ground of out this big argument. Like, this is not going to happen. It's not going to be the program? No, it's not going to be on my program. Now, I'll, I'll act ignorant any second that I feel like is necessary. <laughs> but, but I'm not just going to go there armed with the intention of, I'm going to come to dinner and show my ass. Like, that's not, I'm not doing it. I think you should do it personally. Me and look, I'm, I'm sure you're not getting anything else than you thought before you um, sent this question into the show because you have two people that say you should do it and you have two people saying that you shouldn't do it. So um, take whichever advice you um, relate to the most and go with it. The yeah, listen to, yeah, listen to oh, listen the Yeah, listen to us if you want to. You see, you see where her man is working at. <laughs> <laughs> Don't try him. Don't you ever. <laughs> Con Kaepernick is a legend. Go ahead, Ty. I work at a medium-sized office. Our team is four people, two remote and two in the office. It's a standard office, cubicle meeting, et cetera. My other coworkers in the office, let's say his name is Jerry, has developed a habit over the past 12 months. Most days he'll come in at about 8.30. So his key's down. Set his keys. I'm sorry, set his keys down. Um, don't correct me, I can correct myself. I know. Answered um, some emails then. At about 9.30, he'll set a meeting in his calendar. I'm not saying nothing. Well, I don't know that word. It's grab his bag and sit out um, the door. <laughs> then usually about two hours, come back in with a Subway sandwich <laughs> as if they say, oh, hey, I was just out getting lunch. 
um, it started to affect my well being. Why? <laughs> People have noticed every couple of weeks. Some of some will stop by and ask, "Where's Jerry?" I don't know how to respond to that question. Our team manager also works remotely. She's rarely in the office. I don't think she's aware of his habit. Nor is she like. Why is this? I'm trying to figure out why this is your business. I need a business. Keep going. I'm angry about this and kind of jealous. What should I do? Um, we're trying to expand our team and increase our output, but we can't hire anyone because our division manager thinks we're not all working to our full potential. I wonder where he gets that idea, right? And I'm also worried that my colleagues' um, perception of me might slip as well due to association. But on the other hand, I don't want to be a snitch. I, I don't I don't know. I, I don't know what kind of office this is. I just don't see why this is your business. I mean, if if, she, if the person is pulling down the team, I feel like you should just nip it in the bud and snitch. Dex, what's your hand up for? I think that this sounds very familiar to someone's situation. Oh. And this I think what you, what you should do is after the holidays, Monday you go in, you send a calendar reminder about your meeting, then you go and you take a two-hour break, and then you come back with Subway. That's what you do. Like, there is no, like, you're not stressing yourself out over something that somebody else is doing. You're going to do what you need and what you want to do and have fun with your time at work or whatever, and that's it. Like, you might not have to stress over what Jerry's doing. If Jerry gets fired for doing the BS that he's doing, that's on Jerry. But you're going to do you and take care of you. I mean, but what, if, I would, I would, but what if you not doing what you do, what you're supposed to do, ends up getting you fired because neither you or Jerry are there to cover? Here's so what I'm Jerry's saying: work ethic with what you're doing. You can have a conversation with Jerry at the very least. Jerry gonna say, "Girl, I got things to do. I got a subway sandwich to pick up. Like, get out <laughs> like, of my Jerry face." I'm gonna take his job as seriously as you do, but. I I just don't know like what I I need a little more information, but like I wonder if Jerry like has to be there to be productive. I mean, apparently he does. Have, I think he's like in the same position. Uh, Bill, what was you saying? Um, the book of First Thessalonians, the fourth oh chapter, I think around the eleventh verse, tells us to be careful to mind our own business. Uh, son, you need to mind your own business. Lane, to let Jerry do what Jerry doing. But what if they can't expand? Like the person saying they can't expand because if, you know Jerry's not holding up his end of the deal, and he can't, they can't get all their work done. Jerry's bold; he might know somebody. <laughs> Clearly, Jerry knows something you don't know. He knows somebody you don't know. Yeah, Jerry. Don't Jerry is pretty bold. Like he's saying, Jerry cut off four to five hours on any given day. That means Jerry only Jerry only works like three hours a day. Like Jerry knows something that you don't know or somebody that you don't know. <laughs> I'm like, yo, what's up? I mean, like, I'm not scared to talk to people at work. Like, yo, what are you doing? He'd be like, yeah, I'm going to Subway, man. Can't get that fight out. Somebody's not holding up their, what they need to do at work. I mentioned it to them. I don't like go tell. I was snitch. Ty says, tell Jerry. Bill, what you say? I say you mind your business and do what Jerry doing until you ain't got no job. That's right. it. And Dex says same thing, saying you what Jerry did. <laughs> I don't know what Jerry's doing. Jerry knows somebody. Jerry is probably related to the person who owns the place. <laughs> WWJD, what would Jerry do? <laughs> we all know we can't find <laughs> For questions, send them to us, brotalklive.com slash questions starting in 2018 because we're not accepting any more questions for 2017. Jerry probably okay? sell drugs. That's probably what's happening over there. 
Jerry might be on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> you go over there and start telling Jerry end up showing up at your house and you sleep with the fishes. <laughs> time for you is the time. The best time in the show. We're running a little bit behind, but we're going to make it up really quickly. Guys, we're going to play. Um, remember last year we had the Bro Talk Live Awards 2016? Yes, yes, yes. So we're going to try to remember who won each award in honor of the awards coming up in a couple of weeks. I have trouble remembering what I wore yesterday. You talking about last year? <laughs> last year. All right. So who won for um, viral moment of the year? Was it the you name it? Was it Harambe? Was it Pokemon Go, the Mannequin Challenge, or Joanne the Scammer? The Mannequin Challenge. Yeah, I'm going to All right. You guys are absolutely right. The Mannequin Challenge won last year. One for one. Good job, guys. Good memory. Let's see who will win it this year. That'll be interesting. Um, meme of the year. We had author, author, Arthur, <laughs> one gotta go, um, good and bad Kermit, the Mr. Krabs Vortex, and what do I do for a living? Remember all of those? Those are pretty crazy. What do I do for a living thing this year? They brought that back, by the way. What, I think it was the good and bad Kermit. Good and bad Kermit. Is either good and bad Kermit or one gotta go? Mm, one gotta go. Let's go with good and bad Kermit. I'm gonna go Let's with. See I want Mr. Crab. It was either Ar- I think it was either Arthur or the Mr. I'm gonna go with Arthur. Arthur was big, and LeBron's actually using Arthur this year as well. Um, the actual winner last year was the good and bad Kermit. Surprisingly, it was hot while it was hot, but it faded fast, didn't it? I'm telling you. We'll see it anyway. I thought some people try to bring that back to it. It's not. It's not taken. Two for two. What was the uh, clap back of the year? Was it Chris Jenner um, to Courtney Kardashian saying that you need to mind your business? Was it Sky Jackson clapping back at Azealia Banks? Was it Brandy clapping back at uh, Monica, or actually to herself because Monica didn't say anything to her? Um, Donald Trump clapping back at Hillary with the "You're going to jail," or was it Kim Kardashian West clapping back at Taylor Swift by posting that conversation that they had with Kanye West? Kim Kardashian. No, nah, I, I think it was I think it was Kris Jenner because she got them all. Together. She got the whole family together. <laughs> all right, Kris Jenner. You say Kris Jenner. Um, one person said Kim Kardashian West, and Bill, you were absolutely right. It was Kim Kardashian West. She actually won that last year with the Taylor Swift thing when she posted that conversation that she had with Kanye. Oh, yeah. Uh, what was the stunt of the year last year? Was it uh, Ryan Lochte going off in Rio? Was it the 2016 election? Was it Black China and Rob getting getting together and having that baby? Was it Melania Trump saying <laughs> word for word uh, Michelle Obama's speech? Yo, that really happened. That really happened. <laughs> that really happened. <laughs> Or was it the killer clown attacks that happened um, all throughout America for a little bit? You remember those killer clown attacks? Yeah, but like, oh my God. Like, you know what's crazy? That Melania Trump thing, like that really happened. And then Donald Trump went on to win win the election. That right there is... There was so much... Election 2016. Right over that. They're so full of scandal, like it doesn't even matter. (laughs) Yeah, election 2016. Election 2016, that's what you thought one. Bill, what you thought what, what you think one? I'm uh, going to go with Melania Trump's plagiarism. <laughs> Close. But the election 2016 was it. Dex, you have two. I tell you, three. Have three. Three. Bill yeah. has one. None. Tired. Oh, tired. Bill's two. Okay. Well, you're one behind. Tied. Well, I won. 
Yeah. Uh, Stoke oh, Queen God. of the Year. Who's Stoke Queen of the Year? Was it Tommy Lauren, Orlando Brown, Kanye West, Donald Trump, or Black China? Black China for sure. Black China? Absolutely. Do you remember last year when she did trap Rob Kardashian? Yeah, I think she definitely was black. Definitely. Just stop beating up on them. <laughs> remember Trump Donald won Trump. the election. Orlando remember? was pretty bad last year, too. I remember him being, uh, I think China won, if I'm not mistaken. Who remembers this think, anyway? I think either Donald Trump or uh, Orlando Brown won that one. I'm going to go with Donald Trump. Uh, the winner of Stunt Queen of the Year last year was Black China, actually. So oh, yes. Well deserved. <laughs> so guys, I just, hopefully that gets you excited for this year's um, version of the Bro Talk Awards happening in December. Stay tuned to our Instagram and Facebook accounts and Twitter accounts. Um, we will be making the announcement live. Let me give you a date. I'll give you a date when, when it's actually going to be. Um, let's say, since we're going to be off, let's say December 5th, we'll let you know when the Bro Talk Awards are going to be. All right, December fifth will be the grand the grand announcement of uh, the date of the next Bro Talk Live Awards. All right, time for Dex's BS report. All right, guys, I'm so sad. This is the last BS report of 2017. It's been a great year. Um, but if you work, if you guys don't have anywhere to go for Thanksgiving and you live in DC, it's probably not a good idea to go to Denny's, especially if you're African American. The restaurant has actually been called called under fire because they are making African Americans custom African American customers pay before they eat. So if you go in and you order the Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity, you better be prepared to fork up a little bit of dough before you get your pancake. There's a new website. I mean, there's a new um, company out there like that, that will would absolutely love. You love what I did there. You love it. That was cute. There's a new website out there that will accompany Will with love. It is called Trim. And what Trim will do is they will call you and they would say, what kind of company, who do you have an issue with, basically? If you tell them you have, you're having issues with Comcast, they will call Comcast and argue <laughs> argue for you. And Bill, you need to sign up for this job, Bill. You could be the CEO. <laughs> Are they hiring? <laughs> <laughs> like, they were actually arguing your behalf. I didn't actually believe that this was real, but I got a call today from a company and they wanted to argue on my behalf for Pico. So this is like a life imitating art type of BS report. <laughs> Bill, you better get hired there. <laughs> <laughs> There is a reporter in Detroit that has actually come under fire and she's been labeled the ghetto reporter. So what happened was there was a home invasion where a woman came home and she noticed that all her liquor, her Amsterdam, her Seagram's were open and drank. Also, some people had a turkey in the refrigerator and they ate like all her snacks. <laughs> the way the reporter reports the story is just a little... <laughs> Um, eccentric, I'll say, but people are calling her the ghetto reporter and they're asking for her to be fired. I will try to get that video up on the Bro Talk Live Instagram page. Um, but it's you know how YouTube is. I'll get that video up as soon as possible. And finally, there's some sad news. There's a man who actually lost his genitalia. There's a young man who, I mean, a, a man who chased a dog, a pit bull dog around with his pants down and eyewitness actually said the dog was standing there minding, minding its own business when the man came around the dog with his pants down and tried to rape the dog the dog actually got very upset and protected itself and actually turned around and bit the man's genitals off Just the, well the man is now in the hospital and they asked him like what was he thinking and the man just said he wanted to get his rocks off 
Ladies and gentlemen, that is index BS report for the year. Booty is booty. <laughs> he didn't deserve to have it anyway. Yeah, he, it should have fell off after that anyway. Disgusting. Nasty. McNasty. All right. Um, that was disgusting. Okay. Thanks, Dex, for your BS report. That was the Thank last edition of Dex's Super Short Show. Um, if you would like uh, to order any of the Dex Super Short Shows on DVD, hit them up at uh, <laughs> the one. What's next for Dex on Twitter and Instagram? <laughs> all right. Time for seats, Bill. Yeah, so as we all know, this is the last uh, set of seats for the season. Um, so really quickly, I just have to give the seat out. Um, I took it upon myself to record the American Music Awards. Uh, oh, Carol, why? What's that? Uh, right. <laughs> oh, I didn't want to watch it. Um, they were doing a tribute to the bodyguard, you know, that's Aunt Nippy, and Diana Ross. So I'm like, all right, I'll record it. I'll speed through all of the crap or the people I don't know. I watched this bodyguard uh, tribute, and I watched um, Mother at the end, too. And here's my seat. I get to the bodyguard. I fast forward through all of it, and I get to the bodyguard. Christina Aguilera up there. They had her up there. Half singing, missing notes. Not Were all the black people booked? What would you give her? Who would you give her as far as like a grade? A, a, and I would give her a 50. <laughs> really? <laughs> Lowest Come possible. On. That was so awful. Like at that point, I gave her a B minus. She got a B minus for me. B- Are you stupid, Jason? Did you hear her? She, yes, I heard her. Jason. She, she had some nice notes. Her. She had some stale notes. I mean, she yeah. literally did not hit one good note. She, she did hit a good note. First of all, she had in-ears and started the song behind the beat, and she sounded terrible. There was no support behind that sound. She needs to have a seat. The American Music Awards Association needs to have a seat because they tried it. At that point, they should have just copied and pasted unreleased tracks of Whitney Houston doing bodyguard soundtracks and pasted them together, threw some pictures up there, and had Kevin Costner talk. I would have much rather hear anybody else except her. She is not here for a tribute ever again. Don't ever do it. Hell, I would have rather had Tyrese up there. D- d- oh, don't come do on. that. We deserve better. Nippy deserved better. All right. Uh, who wants to go next? Anyone else have a seat? Yeah, I do have a seat, actually. So there was a story that, that came across my newsfeed today. I'm going to mispronounce the girl's name, but I think her name was like Centonia, Centonia Brown. It's a, it's a young girl who just has a crazy situation. What is it? Centoya. Yeah, Centoya Brown. Super crazy situation. I feel my, like my heart definitely goes out to the young woman. Um, and if you guys don't know, basically she was like trapped into prostitution at the age of 16 years old and um, killed a man who actually purchased her from her John and um, went to jail for murder and prostitution at 16 years old. And now she's like 20 something and um, I, I I saw about it this morning. I saw it this morning. It was the first time I ever heard or saw and think about it. And I was like, you know, reading into it, really affected by it. And I scrolled on Facebook and I saw someone post like, "How you guys are so late. You guys want to be so fake woke. This, that, and the third. This happened decades ago, and I already I knew about it then. How did y'all not know about it then? Like, first off, shut the hell up. Like, this is a story that people didn't know about. And then they were like, oh, you only, you guys only care now because celebrities are posting about it. Like, we didn't know. 
it's not in our backyard. Like everything, like everything that happens in the world, everyone doesn't know about it right then and right there. If this is something that you felt strongly about, or if you look at it and you're like, oh, I feel so sorry for this girl, you should be happy that people are getting in on this and know about this situation now. If you knew so much about it before, the people that were comments on it, oh yeah, I knew so much about it before too. Like these people are so late, this and the third. Like, are you serious? Like y'all knew so much about it, but y'all didn't talk about it. So like, what good did you do? Like to have a seat. Going. All right, Ty, you guys see? I do not. Really? Really? Shocking. Why is that? I mean, you always have something to complain about. I figured. No, I don't. I have a good life. <laughs> Ty stays off of Facebook. That's why he has a good life. That's my problem. <laughs> wait, wait. I have another seat. Go ahead. So last week, oh my God, how did I forget about this? So last oh. week, there was a message that came across my timeline that was basically comparing Lincoln University students to Donald Trump supporters. If you guys don't know, everyone in this panel graduated from the Lincoln University, which is the first HBCU um, degree granting HBCU, whatever. So we are graduated from there. Like we have so much Lincoln pride or whatever. But this guy posted this thing like Lincoln, Lincoln students are like Donald Trump supporters like you can tell them anything and they will always go back to something else and it's like no Lincoln was definitely giving out degrees first if you went to Cheney there's no disrespect I have amazing friends like most of my a lot of my best friends went to Cheney University they're great people they're successful in life this young man however is a terrible representation representation of the school and he's not successful and he's a loser and he decided to respond to me and call me all types of N-words and, and, uh, and you know, tell me that I'm stupid. This, that, and that. Mind you, I've never met this person a day in my life. He's black. He's black. And you're defending HBCU. You're defending the HBCU calling another black man the N-word. Okay. And then, like, he's consistently saying, like, you guys are, are Trump supporters. You guys are all life matters. This, that, and the third. And it's just like, I want black people to really understand that, like, if you're going back and forth with someone, calling someone a Trump supporter, like, that doesn't really, that's not offensive. That's just stupid on your part. Like, you don't know how a person votes or whatever. So to call somebody a Trump supporter because they're not agreeing with you, that's not, a, that's just like not an insult. Like, you got to do think that. To think that someone uh, aligns with everyone in their institution also is foolish. Um, I don't understand why you would think that everyone that goes to Lincoln just because one person may have even voted for Trump, say, say they did. Um, to think that everyone else. Uh, at that school, school voted for Trump. Yeah, that's like, at a whole HBCU. I mean, the whole point was that Lincoln was in a better financial position than Cheney because Lincoln is like kissing behind politically. But like, you can't fault Lincoln University for trying to stay open and get this money that these other universities are getting. Cheney obviously needs to follow in Lincoln's footsteps and figure out how they're going to get some funding going through there. And one thing that I want to mention, and I usually don't comment on things when people say stupid stuff. I really don't. Um, but people who were arguing for Cheney University were like, oh, why Lincoln students are so stupid? Just ask Google. And they were like all posting this link. And so, you know me, I clicked, I'm like, well, gee, I'm very curious because for those of you who don't know, I, stu- I studied higher education administration and organizational management at one point in my life. <laughs> and I know what the talk of the town is about who is the first HBCU. And so I was very curious to see this so-called link that they posted. And so I click on the link and it does say, oh, it says Cheney, blah, blah. Like that's in the first paragraph. But if you actually read the article, it clearly says Lincoln University is the first degree granting institution and has paved the way in A, B and C. So I'm like, 
your your article that you posted in favor of Cheney is actually very much in favor of Lincoln. And I thought it was hilarious. So that's why I posted that. But that was it. Yep, that's this. I just look at it. Some people just just relax. Like it's not necessary. And then I and then like you know like I, I took some petty digs or whatever, and I was talking about you know, struggling currently because they are. And like he's like, don't talk about that. Talk about the fact that we were first. And it's like what? Like what? Like this is this is unnecessary. So then I just stopped responding, and he started to and he would he kept going, so I would delete his comments, and then he, he blocked me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a joke. Like, yeah, uh, okay, y'all were founded in eight. There's a fundamental difference, and here's why I think Lincoln <laughs> students get frustrated is because yes, while you were founded in 1837, that made you like the first, I guess, school. But you did not grant a degree until 1914. Lincoln, at its founding as Ashman Institute in 1854, granted. <laughs> Therein lies the difference. One granted degrees, one gave teacher certificates for high school. That's it. And like, you really had a choice. You could have went to Lincoln. You chose not to. That's it. Deal. Period. <laughs> All right. Um, my seat is going uh, to go. Sorry. I'm, I'm good. All right. My seat is going to go to um, Nicki Minaj. Uh, she posted uh, <laughs> pictures from her paper magazine photo shoot that she had when it was three different Nicki Minaj's all having sexual relations with each other. Um, this is just two months after she um, released a record with Tasha Cobb's famed gospel star. Um, and all these Nicki Minaj fans says come as you going, are. then Lord says come as you are, but the Lord also says change your heart, especially if you're going to be doing his work. Um, and Nicki Minaj, at the time, everyone was defending her and saying, you know what, maybe she turned over a new leaf. You don't know Nicki Minaj. Maybe she prayed it out and she's a new person. This is exactly why I said that wasn't a good idea because I knew as soon as Nicki Minaj got the chance, she would revert right back to her old ways and she would end up embarrassing the fact of herself being on a gospel record. That is ridiculous. It was ridiculous then because her name is Nicki Minaj. Like her name is Minaj. There is Minaj in the name. Literally, her name is Nicki Minaj. And you thought it was a good idea to put her on a gospel record. Great job, guys. I appreciate your hard efforts. And now you look foolish. Thank you for stunting for the Lord. Appreciate it. Tasha Cobb is a great gospel artist and does a lot of work for the gospel industry. Tasha Cobb Leonard, I don't know who the hell that is or what the hell she's doing. <laughs> so, I'm right. Let me tell you something. Tasha Cobb's is oily and she knows heaven. Tasha Cobb's Leonard. <laughs> Girls deal. I don't know. I don't know her. I don't Stop know her. tipping and dipping. All right. Um, that is it. Uh, don't forget, stay tuned for the nomination special. Uh, Dex is just going to be me and you. Do you guys want to participate in the nomination special this year in tie-in, tie-in bill? You don't no. have to. Last year you did. You yeah. I'd like to. Like what? Okay. Well, you might. Okay. We'll, we'll see. Dex, are we still good, Dex? Yes, you know what this reminds me of? This is so Thanksgiving. I got to prepare for stuff like this because this is what my parents do. I'm legit the favorite. And like my parents do stuff like this. Tell me like, Dexter, would you like to bless the food this year? <laughs> yeah, we already had a lot about atheist black, um, blessing like, food. Or they'll be like, what are you guys thankful for? Let's start with you, Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we already had a letter of atheist blessing food, right, Bill? Oh, uh, listen. <laughs> no, fuck it. Look at, look at that face. Look at that face. 
I'm just playing. <laughs> Don't forget, like, subscribe, tell a friend, and comment if you like the show. Hit us up on our Instagram and Twitter pages at Bro Talk Live. This is another edition of Bro Talk. Do you guys have any announcements that's going to be happening before we come back with the awards? Um, uh, just so really quickly, um, just shout out to if you guys are in Philadelphia and you listen to W. Uh, Frankie Darcel, she was actually diagnosed with um, breast cancer earlier this year. She completed her final treatment today and she's actually coming back to work in like next week, which is amazing to me. And like for me, like this was, I mean, I've known her for like two years now and like we bonded a lot this year and I just really just look at it like you could lose your life over something like this. Early detection is key and like I'm just amazed and I'm just, I just feel so thankful to just be alive and just to be healthy during this Thanksgiving season and just to have family and friends who are the same way. And I'm just, I don't know. I just, I don't think I've ever been this grateful to be alive, like in my life. And I just really want to just put that message out there. Um, shout out to everyone who's listening. Shakima, um, Julian, Fatima, um, Marion, um, the great Jaden, everyone who tunes into the show. Like I really appreciated it. Thank you guys so much for all your love, all your support and a happy Thanksgiving. Very um, I do have a, uh, a few things. Um, I just want to say thank you guys for uh, supporting us throughout the season, throughout the years. Um, I want to thank uh, especially people like Snapchat me on a regular basis, even like during the week about the show, my coworkers who watch um, some of the like, but some of uh, my, my young people who watch um, Matt Buckley, uh, 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 Nick, um, Jen, Jordan, Johnny, like tweeting and watching Ronnie, like, thank you guys. We really appreciate it. Um, December 1st, I'll actually be singing that Sugar House Casino for a fight. So you all can catch me there. Um, okay, yeah. come on. Um, and uh, I do have some other things coming up, but I'll just leave them for now. I'll talk about that. And, you know, when we come back, what I did. <laughs> And just really quick, um, first of all, William and I are both going to be celebrating December birthdays, which is really dope. Um, December is a great month for celebrating. And um, speaking of that, I am having a, a birthday party. And uh, my wife, Nicole, God bless her heart, put so on an invitation and um, just bring yourself. And God, I, no, no. That's <laughs> my heart. But you come bearing this are, are perfectly welcome. So please, <laughs> this idea that that I'm humbly just inviting you and your presence is good enough is, is a Nicole thing. It is definitely not a Thai thing. Um, so I just want everyone to understand that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> When's your birthday? So everybody can know what you have your birthday. 12, 17, 12, 27. 10 Which days apart, 12, 17. And then 10 days later, 12, 27 is bills. Right. Oh, All right. Uh, Y'all should have got married. We could have a birthday in January. January 28th, 2018. Yeah, y'all are all around the same time. No wonder y'all so much alike. I'm like the only one. I'm the outlier. No similarities between the two. Both of them are smart. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. (laughs) Let me tell you something. December is probably the greatest month to celebrate a birthday. You've got Ty, you've got me, you've got LeBron, you've got Jesus. Like, what more do you need? <laughs> maybe some sunny weather because this snow doesn't help me. And maybe, matter of fact, I know we're going a little bit over time, so you guys can you guys can go to sleep if you're if you're tired right now. But um, I do have to give a seat to Ty because 
Ty and Nicole, actually, both of you guys can be seated for this because since she didn't talk you out of this, I'll do the seat for you. This man is having a pool party in the middle of freaking December and talking about some coming come in with your bathing suits. Boy, if you don't get out of here, come in with your freaking fur coats on. <laughs> um, it's an indoor heated pool um, for people who got money. So, an indoor again, heated pool. In an outdoor heated snow, like, <laughs> like, and then you come like, in the locker room and you put your bathing suit on and then you change your clothes back and then you leave. You're welcome to stay home, though. How you want to see people walk out in their bathing suits? That's what you want to see. No, he ain't coming. You want, you, want, you want people to strut? You want Dexter strut out in his bathing suit? <laughs> if no, you want to put them things out there, then go right ahead. Dex, put them things out. Put them things out, Dex. Okay. Coming to a Snapchat near you. <laughs> Dress for the season you want to be in, Dex. Yeah, I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> for Dex, for Ty, for Bill, my name is Jason. Don't forget BroTalkLive.com to find out when the awards and nominations and stuff pop off. We will also be having voting on BroTalkLive.com after the nominations are sealed. So stay tuned for that. Um, you guys have a wonderful couple of weeks. And me and Dex and maybe Bill will see you in, in a couple of weeks for the nominations. All right. Have a good night.